What would bring true revival and restoration to your life, to your church, to our land? In today's episode of Day by Day, we begin to answer that very question. Psalm chapter 80 says, Give ear, O shepherd of Israel, you who lead Joseph like a flock. And then in verse 3 it says, Restore us, O God. Let your face shine that we may be saved. The specific context of Psalm 80 is pretty difficult to determine, but there's some clues within it to help us. First, in verse 2, we have the mention of three different tribes, Ephraim, Benjamin, and Manasseh, who were some of the major tribes of the northern kingdom. And the northern kingdom kind of separated from the southern kingdom because the king of the north didn't want his citizens to travel all the way to Jerusalem to worship at the temple. So they set up these local worship spots, which actually went against God's word. So the nation of Israel had experienced division and idolatry, particularly in the northern kingdom. And after attempts of prophets to call them back to the Lord, the Lord finally sent the northern kingdom into exile. They were captured by rival nations and then enslaved. So the mention of Ephraim, Benjamin, and Manasseh, stir up your might, may be a request to restore the northern kingdom. Regardless, this is a deep cry for restoration or revival from a people that are at rock bottom. So what might we learn from this text? How might we use this psalm to inform our own prayer lives? Well, first, we must grieve our own situation. In this psalm, the psalmist is pleading with God by describing the current situation of the people. And we know that this situation has been desperate for some time because the psalmist cries out, How long will you be angry? This lament is not the first time prayers have been offered up to God. Days, months, perhaps years of praying and seemingly no response, no rescue from God. How long, O oh Lord? And we understand that, don't we? Any time of discipline at all that is put upon us seems like too long. How long, O oh Lord? We don't want to live under the chastising hand of the Lord, the disciplining hand of God. We think that just a little bit of discipline gets the job done for us, but God knows better. How long will you be angry with your people's prayers, the psalmist continues. He says, you have fed them with the bread of tears and given them tears to drink in full measure. In other words, we are drowning in our own sorrow, in our own tears. When will enough be enough? And the question becomes for us, as we think about what brings revival and restoration, do we relate with the emotional appeal of the psalmist? Do you recognize any of his laments? Does the cry of his heart match the cry of your heart? In other words, have you ever prayed for the church in this way, for your church in this way? And if we're honest with ourselves, we would probably say, not really. You see, one of the functions of the psalm is to reorient our affections. Why don't we pray this way? Well, perhaps it's because we don't think our situation it is, is as bad off as what's presented in Psalm 80. I mean, just look at what's taking place in verses 12 through 13. Broken down walls that protected the village. Enemies that are being described as boars and wild hogs and animals ravaging a vineyard at will. The vineyard, by the way, is Israel, the people of God. Is it your thought 
or your mindset that the church is being attacked by the enemy and not just attacked but plundered at will? You may say, but Cliff, Jesus will build his church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. Well, I agree, but local churches still die. And the influence of the church at large in history ebbs and flows and rises and wanes. And I want to be a part of the rise and not the wane. But if I have Pollyanna glasses on, then I won't see it. Neither will I grieve the situation. I'll just motorboat along thinking everything is just fine, all the while being picked off at every turn. But listen, everything is not fine in the church. Idolatry reigns. Apathy for the lost reigns. Self-fulfillment reigns. Personal agendas drive our lives. Discernment has plummeted. A basic understanding of the Bible is missing. A desire for holiness, for laying down liberties, for, for our foreign concepts and pursuits to us. We have books and blogs and podcasts galore that are so unchristian but yet are praised as Christian that we don't have time to even condemn them all for you. Everything is not fine within the church and we cannot grieve what we do not realize. Perhaps the problem for us is not that the walls have been torn down all at once, but rather there's been a slow erosion and compromise through the generations until we didn't even notice we were laid bare with no defenses up to fight the enemy as he plunders. So if we truly want revival, then we will first cry out to God for restoration and grieve our current situation. As you pray today, please remember Ashraf Sarah and his family are missionaries in Texas. And also remember the Alongo Word broadcast that's heard throughout the Philippines.